0: RTD live talk Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday edition. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar this evening. Uh, Welcome. Hope everyone's doing well. As always, want to make sure I acknowledge any first time viewers or welcome anybody to the fold. Uh, My name is Mike, the host of Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. And I got a couple of stories worth touching on, primarily Biden focused. Uh, a lot of distractions happening around the world. Nothing new on the surface outright. But I'm curious to find out what you guys have been keeping an eye on. And so, as always, let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And when the phone lines open up, we'll love to hear from you directly. The numbers, 313-462-0027. We'll love to uh, connect and hear what's going on. So let me uh, dive in. Via the uh, chat, real quick, acknowledge a couple people, then we can touch on some relevant subject matter as well as uh, what you guys have been up to, what new strategies, solutions, you name it. It's all fair game here tonight. Uh, let me see. We got the Pothead BTC checking in. We got uh, Jojo checking in. We got Ronald over here. <laughs> Says, "My, we're not getting any younger." Waiting on you. Appreciate your paces, my friend. Uh, we got Mr. Nitty, Mr. Steve, an alternative checking in. We got Pablo Pina. We got King D checking in, D.C. Precise filming. We got Natural Mama in the building. We got Barlight Broker. Uh, what else we got here? Tricky. Okay. Checking in as well. Tricky D checking in. Appreciate you, man. Um, so let's just jump right in, man. Uh, we got Keenan checking in. Normacy bias is strong growing in me now. Yeah, Keenan, man. Give me a call. Let's talk, man. I'm curious to hear more about that, what you're seeing on your side of town. Tony B checking in. Uh, let me see here. Okay. So uh just a couple articles that caught my attention today. So much, so many things have been happening. At this point of the game, it's kind of hard to pinpoint what particular subject matters is worth most, you know, is what is the most, I guess, relevant or worth focusing on. And so that's why I want to definitely leave it up to you guys to kind of steer the ship tonight as to where you guys want to focus, what you guys want to focus on. Because of course we got the mainstream narrative of things that's being shoved on our throat. A lot of that stuff with the Rittenhouse house trial. And all the Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all that, you know, all that stuff. It's it's kind of it's re, it's getting really it's getting ready to be old. I mean, it's not really anything new uh, because they're using the same tactics to keep us uh, distracted while looking over there. While the uh, the Maxio, uh trial has not really been talked about, as well as all the events unfolding with Russia and the Ukraine. And, you know, those are issues I think are more worth our time just to kind of get an idea as to what's going on and what we should be focused on. But anyway, uh, let me see. A couple more people checking in. Uh, we got Jermaine Scott checking in. Appreciate you. AG stacking them. Uh, is there 10 explosions in China in the last 10 days? Tricky. Worth. That's the subject. Definitely worth touching on. So I've I heard about that. I think it was uh, last week with some explosions. Didn't dive down that rabbit hole to find out what's going on. And then, Rolf, I did see that uh, Obama got a nice, healthy donation from Bezos. And So uh, feel free. Let's let's talk about that. Let me actually look that up real quick because it has not gotten much attention on my side of town. Let me see here. As far as some of those explosions in, uh, in China, let me see what pops up here as I just scan through the airways and see. Uh, let me see. Anything what sticks out? Nothing really pops up with the great detail on that. So, yeah, feel free. So I, I heard about it, not too familiar with it. So feel free to elaborate uh, more on that subject matter. And uh, let me know what's going on with that one. But definitely something we can touch on. Uh, what else here? So let me just jump into a couple headlines here. And then I'll open up the phone lines and we can just have at it with whatever you guys want to touch on. Uh it says no counter. What we got here? Uh, let me see. be beyond wine news. Okay. Let me look that up real quick. And see what pops up. Explosions. The, the, the breaking news. Let me see. Five killed. Okay, I see something here about people killed in the China, Eastern China. Let me see if this is. No, this is an older article. Yeah. So feel free, uh, shoot me a link, or if if you are able to go directly to those news sources and grab something, feel free to shoot me a link. Let me actually put up on the screen here uh, where you guys can send something to if you want to, and I'll try to grab that. So feel free, Tricky, to throw me an article, or whatnot. I'll try to jump on it and we can highlight it. So definitely want to do that. But let's just dive into some of the things that uh, is getting airways today. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff that makes me laugh. So here we have, you know, Biden apparently renominates Powell as a Fed chair, nominates Brannert as a vice chair. And so I was under the impression just that for the sake of providing a more accommodative environment that Brannert would probably be the go to person for that. But then after thinking about it a little bit, I realized that the current pace we're on with the continuation of the recovery narrative on one side and the attempt to dial back some of the easy measurements, uh, no matter who's actually running the helm of the federal reserve, it doesn't really matter. It's it's not going to work. They can't raise rates. And it's just a matter of time before they're forced to uh, come back into the market with more accommodative policies. So, I think it's interesting that uh, Powell decided to or Powell is going to continue on at the Fed. I think that's interesting. But yet there's no way out of this trap that they put themselves in. It's either you inflate or you deflate and they're afraid of deflating. So they're going to continue to inflate to keep this thing moving forward. So I thought this was interesting. And so, of course, the markets allegedly responded. There was a, a dip in the metal space. But then again, we reached an all time high in a couple of equity indexes at the same time. So the market, I guess, responded favorably in the fact that they can expect more uh, good information for themselves coming from the Federal Reserve with the Fed speak and all the stuff they'd like to do ahead of time. So just something worthwhile. You know, curious to hear what you guys think about that. Let me know. Uh, yeah, over here it says, uh, Mike, what did you think of the Soviet Marxist nominee for Comptroller Comrade? Yeah, so I ended up watching a good portion of that uh, little hearing or whatnot for the Comptroller position. And I, I think the sad part is, and this is what I, I meant to like, kind of tweet something out kind of like in a smart aleck right, type of way. But if you look at who, our curr- who the current uh, U.S. Let me see. Let me type this. If you look at who the current health. Uh, let, me, uh, let me see here because this is – when you look at who the current health general is of the United States, let me uh, – <laughs> when you look at who – the same people who voted for the health official. And so when when I saw this, when I saw the whole attempt at grilling and making the comptroller – Look very communistic like and Marxist like in her with her prior white papers and speeches, all the things she's given. It's clear out, it's outright that she's, you know, sleeping or she's a part of the enemy's plan to destroy our country even further with the outright destruction of the currency and bank, banking regulation, you name it. But then again, I'm thinking like, what's I, I, don't, I haven't followed up since I saw that presentation there, but I would assume that if they can allow someone like this, the person who is Dr. Doctor is now Dr. Rachel, but it's really Dr. Richard. And so this person here went through the whole grilling by Congress as well, and he got appointed. And you see how this is not the best representation for a health official to lead our country. And so I had thoughts of this. If they grilled him, he did not answer a single question whatsoever. He got in. So the possibility, the likelihood of the comptroller at some point, whether it's now or in the next couple of months or whatever, might it's very possible that she would get in just because at this current moment, nothing really makes sense as far as any type of person is qualified that would do a good job. At the same time, all government officials, the majority of them are all bought and paid for. And so, yeah, the comptroller situation to me is comical because she shouldn't be a candidate. But yet, once again, they're actually giving that consider, you know serious consideration. So it's quite comical to say the least. But that's just you know my first thought when I saw the whole controller situation. And then here's a little bit more, uh, given the fact this week is uh, Thanksgiving week. I thought this article was interesting here because it talks about Biden's Thanksgiving. And so let me zoom in some here. It says Biden's Thanksgiving is the most expensive ever, as traditional dinner costs soar fourteen percent. And then I was actually looking in the Discord page, uh, the RTD Discord page, and it looks like somebody in the community showed a couple pictures, several pictures, uh, just show, uh, highlighting, uh, I guess, one of their grocery stores in their area and how empty and bare the shelves were. And I thought that was just a very timely article, This to be the most expensive of all time. And is it the beginning of many more to come? I don't know, but we will see. There's multiple narratives out there as to where the economy is heading. But yet, I guess the underlying point of everything is that uh, there is no natural growth of the economy nowhere to be found while we're also being uh, fed the narrative that we're fighting inflation <laughs> as well. But yet, once again, it's not showing up every single place. But anyway, just as an interesting, interesting graph here showing how the cost of uh, Thanksgiving dinner has you know compared from last year to this year, how it's gone up significantly. Then I myself was in a store yesterday. I was looking at some hams and looking at those price tags. Them boys were pretty hefty. So let me go, let me know what you guys think or what you guys see in your neck of the woods. And then here's another article here that uh, <laughs> is right on time. It says Joe Biden intends to run again in 2024, the White House confirmed. So this guy, I think over the weekend, turned 79 years old. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I think I read somewhere about him being the oldest president or something like that. And we all know his current health condition based upon what we see and his inability to maintain a actual conversation without fumbling or stumbling or completely botching his speeches. But one thing I do notice, every video I see where there are some kids on stage, Joe Biden gets very cheerful and he loves talking to the kids and, you know, poking them, at them and touching on them and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah, children seem to really, uh, I guess, uh, put a pep in Joe's step. But anyway, so once again, as as I've always said before, my personal opinion is that between now and 2024, there's going to be so much uh, destruction of the economy, as well as with this current tyrannical health situation that's being imposed on the world. I'm not anticipating any type of normal process of a presidential election by that time. That's just my opinion. So let me know what you guys think. And then also keep it moving. Uh, Just some other things I thought was worth talking about. So I remember over the summer we talked about El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender. It looks like they're up in the game even more. So we'll get a chance to see how this plays out. But this could be another door opener for uh, what will be considered as a global uh, movement here. But El Salvador, El Salvador will launch the Bitcoin bond that pays special dividend amid plans for the new crypto city. So I think this is definitely something worth keeping an eye on because it's been a long time, if ever, that I can recall. That there being something that can be considered as a competitor to the current uh, reserve uh, status of the dollar, the fact that they're looking to issue debt denominated in dollars to fund their city and then pay people for lending them funds is uh, quite interesting. But my whole think on this is it'd have been better if this whole Bitcoin bond situation was done where it wasn't priced in dollar terms, but they actually used Bitcoin itself at some particular amount as the actual measuring stick to issue this bond and not necessarily uh, have it associated with and denominated in the dollar, even though, of course, you got to go back to dollars to actually pay for things. But since Bitcoin is legal tender there, why not just have it full-fledged BTC as the anchor itself and not necessarily even mention dollars in their equation? So we'll see. But curious to get your guys' thoughts on that. And then how can we not talk about what's really going on in Europe and how things are creeping in steady but surely. But Germany and Netherlands face tightening rules as Austria uh, enters lockdown. And so it's interesting to see how there's been beaucoup protest over it in Europe not much attention being given really not none whatsoever, but here's a list. I was trying to find a list of all the places where there's been movements, where people out in the streets protest and letting their voice be heard. And a good portion of, or not all of these happen to be in the Eastern hemisphere of which majority of these countries here, they already have the COVID pass and uh, the apps and the QR codes and all that stuff officially there. And the people are not too happy with that. So they're in the streets in all these countries here. And then here is uh, just a little video footage. I thought it was worth bringing to your attention because you won't see it anywhere else, really. But here's uh, nine videos that somebody put together of all the different countries where well, we got Canada here. We got looks like France there. I think we got Australia here and right on around. So their industry's protesting heavily. They're letting their voice be heard. So now it's just a matter of how long before uh, these type of events where they're taking up entire center squares and towns actually, you know, short, uh, show itself here in the U S. So, but anyway, more stuff to talk about. We can get into that though. I uh, hope everyone is doing well. Let's talk. What do you guys want to touch on? Feel free to let me know in the chat. And then also let's open the phone lines a little bit and find out what's on your radar. So let me do this here and I'll jump right in. So as always, for those that are tuning in, hit the thumbs up button, share your support for the channel. Definitely uh, helps out a lot. Hopefully it notify a few more people. Um, uh you said ham is not lawful according to scriptures. No doubt. No doubt 100%. El Salvador means the savior. What else we got? Who's censoring me? <laughs> what else we got going here? Uh stupid to frack a volcano. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently, uh, so 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 TB based upon the whole volcano situation in uh, El Salvador, the current Bitcoin mining infrastructure is dependent upon what appears to be an active volcano, but that Bitcoin city is going to be built near a city where the volcano is not active, but yet they still have um, some opportunities to tap into the geothermal energy there to use that. So, and and that's where I, 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 it's unfortunate that I can see some type of an event happening where those volcanoes are activated just because there's, we have the, we, not we, but they the people that are control of a lot of things nowadays have the ability to manipulate weather and do all types of things and start as far as creating earthquakes and stuff like that so it wouldn't be too hard i would assume to activate one of those uh, volcanoes and cause a lot of damage if the whole bitcoin city and the bitcoin movement was not a part of their plan but yet the more and more this stuff plays out it just seems to too timely that this is by accident so i think a lot of this stuff is right on time according to their script as to how they want the decentralized space to succeed in the interim time until they are officially able to roll out their um cbdc stuff which is definitely in the pipeline for a lot of countries uh pablo says i hear the unv will face the lockdowns and be excluded in daily routines which produce the protests." yeah so pablo to my knowledge uh because I, I tend to Try to pay attention to more of those events, because I think those are probably the most uh, r- most important to our overall long term picture, because there's no way of escaping all of this type of stuff in some form or some fashion. But initially it was rolled out that those who have not participated, they would themselves be uh, cut off from society, i.e. Locked down. And then the I guess the protests began and then they lumped everybody into that same category. As far as uh if everybody in the state or in the country itself has a, you know shut it down a little bit. And I want to say they gave a time frame. I want to say it was 20 days, if I'm not mistaken. Let me actually pull that back up here. So I think the time frame initially was 20 days. Let me see here. It was 20 days al- allegedly. But here is uh go back to this um, this article here. Here's a little map here. And it said which European countries are being hit the hardest. And of course, these are their numbers, but all of these countries here—if you just look at the science and look at the numbers—all of those countries, a good portion of them, are they, they? A good portion of the people have participated. So all the alleged cases is being led by those who have been vaccinated, and that's the part where they won't tell you that part. But, uh, yeah, just more stuff worth touching on. Uh, let me see here. What's uh, We got Jermaine Scott. Amen. Hey, let me see. We got Brandon. <laughs> All right, so let me see. It says BTC buy the dip of feet uh, at 56K. So, yeah, given the fact that we're still, so here's, and this is where I think uh, just the, the emotions behind uh, you know, actually using your own funds to get involved in a speculative way as well. And then also when it comes to the metal sake, nothing's changed whatsoever. You know, game is still on. You know, we're heading towards the end of this current monetary paradigm. Now it's just a matter of at what pace. I was on the impression that if Biden would have put in Brannard, they would have sped up the pace by being a lot more accommodative and looking to roll out some of those UBI programs a lot faster and, you know, more possible stimulus checks and stuff like that. But with uh, Powell staying on board, I think they're going to stay the same course, continue to preach the whole taper narrative. And then, of course, it's coming out now from all the economists that, the idea of them being able to actually raise rates at least once or twice next year is not happening. And so there's going to be some type of an event. I'm still expecting some type of an event because there has been no recovery whatsoever. We're more close to a recession. If we've ever left the prior recession than anything else. So any opportunity you have to participate in something that you believe in the price right now is definitely favorable to you. It's unfortunate that most people like to see, you know, green candles before they run, jump into something, but now it's just a matter of how much do you believe in the space and how much you're willing to put on the line and possibly lose or, you know, be able to gain from it. And so the same thing applies whether it's, you know, the crypto space, if that's something that you believe in and want to participate in, or the metals. Just like, you know, there's always going to be opportunities right now because we're still on course. They're still going to, you know, continue to expand a monetary base and eventually it's going to all leak out into the into society, continue driving up prices, even more so than what's happening now. And these things here will act as hedges slash sponges to all those, all that liquidity that's been pumped out there. So here we got the metal prices. Once again, took a little dip today, a buying opportunity for those that are awake and aware and know what's going on. So this is my little two cents on that. Mr. Steve says, uh, Melbourne protest was the biggest political rally since the Vietnam War. So yeah, so that was definitely big. And then also there was an event, um, I think it was in Rome. They show like, I don't know if it was like, what, what area of Rome it was, but it was some video circulating that was like, it was mind blowing to see all the people that turned out. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, let me see if I can find the video footage. That was, I uh, was, was pretty sick. So here, let me, oh, here we go right here. So I typed in Rome protest on Twitter. And so here's just something. This is, this is, let me zoom out some. This is, what is this here? This was over the weekend. And then here is the one I want to talk about here. This right here. This looks like some type of concert or something like that. It says thousands gather in Rome, Italy to protest against the country's health pass. So this right here is, is pretty serious as well. So it's happening everywhere. People are out there. And it's just a matter of continuing to stick to your guns. Literally in a sense of not giving in, not giving in. And then to take it even further, uh man, just the just today I saw articles talking about uh, the camps that are opening up in Australia. And so they have the in some particular area in some particular area in Australia, they're opening up uh their their camps, their, you know, con- what you call them, concentration camps, whatever you want to call them. But uh as of now, there's uh I think it is, the numbers are small. I think it was 38 people was the initial, you know, they had the military trucks coming to pick up people as well as the people who tested positive, as well as the people who was associated to them through contact tracing. So this right here is the first of its kind as well. And it will not end. It will not end nicely whatsoever. Because there's going to be a lot more. I think that even the health minister today was talking about how you know, of course, expect more. There's going to be more. That's just how things are going to be. So, yeah. Anyway, let me see. i missed some calls here. Let me do 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 do. All right. So yeah, phone lines open. Give me a call. I'm curious to hear what else in your mind. Feel free to chime in. Let me know. Uh, let me see here. Scroll. I'm getting caught up in the chat here. It says Mister Ritu, which. uh uh, Mike, RT on YouTube, which is supported by Russian television shows, many of the rights and demonstration in Europe uh, not shown by the US media. Definitely. And and that's good. So that a lot of the video footage I, I do happen to subscribe to RT channel. So I do see it. But I, I want to say the RT uh, it's news station that was here, I think, in D.C., if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that they had some issues uh, with their broadcasting directly in the u.s so i'm not 100 sure on that but i remember hearing some issues that uh was being brought towards rt as being you know a russian-sponsored televisions they're trying to make it seem like it because they're russian they shouldn't be here or oh, whatever uh let me see here like anyone says later gene like he said make you a my uh gene let me see so what happened with gene uh let me see here it says, Mike, hearing some of the contrary and contrary and believe that we have actually uh, seen deflation in prices uh, because of gluts of some products. Yes. And so that's the that's the counter to the inflation narrative that they are shoving down our throats. And so ultimately, I think the bigger picture behind everything is deflation. And there's the, the pockets of increase in consumer asset prices in regards to consumable goods is what we're primarily being told is the biggest issue. I.e. when we see articles about Thanksgiving being the most expensive ever, as well as just the overall cost for energy and all the things that we actually use on a day to day basis. Those prices there are, have gone up a little bit. But then again, you have the idea that globally, the debt itself, the debt load is so much of a problem that as more and more defaults, more. Uh, bankruptcies, more of the issues in servicing that debt. That right there is a ma- is a much bigger issue that they would like to not address or not even talk about. So they don't talk about the debt. They don't talk about the very nature of the system itself. If it's not, if it doesn't continue to be expanded, i.e., their two percent inflation mandate, then the system would implode on itself. So debt is the issue, and they're preaching inflation because they want the public to get used to the idea that. In order to, I guess, uh, you know, keep this thing going, they need the inflation narrative to take off even more. But ultimately, they're fighting deflation because debt in of itself, left alone and unpaid, is deflationary because when it goes belly up and people don't repay, it's like a contagion event that just happens to bring down and suck down every single thing that's associated with it. And there's, that's all the the uh, asset prices, the real estate and all the stuff like that that they don't want to uh, uh, have uh, be subject to deflation. So i hear you on that one. Let me see here. It says, Albert says, uh, live in Louisiana. Not from here. My mind you, it's pretty free here. Long growing season. I don't mess around with one. <laughs> I have a go to silver addiction. <laughs> I guess not a, not a bad addition to have whatsoever. Uh, over here. Let me see here. over here. It says, Mike, I have accelerated my precious metal purchase in the last week. Yeah, and that's one of the things where I was thinking about that earlier myself. And so, I, I whenever I get some some extra crumbs, I definitely get my weight up, just because it's a it's been an ongoing thing, just because it's a part of my habit of you know, and and of not even it's not even investing, buying metals is not even to me it's not even considered investing. For me, it's more so redeeming dying fiat currencies and and basically buying you know, uh, fiat currency insurance in a sense. So it's something that I just do naturally out of habit with no idea, no intention to ever really want to use it other than just having it as an insurance policy down the line that I hope to never have to draw upon uh, for the need to uh, unload some of it for purchasing or whatever it might be at that time. And so that's the the fine line I think is now given the fact that uh, precious metal prices can continue to stay relatively even keel, for quite some time, possibly due to the manipulation factor. So do you want to do you want to continue to unload your fiat to get into metals or do you want to have a, probably a little bigger, a little bigger of a pot on the side for some type of actual market event that I think is probably coming to where there's going to be even bigger fire sale and other assets that might be available for a short period of time before the spigot is turned back on at a much more higher uh, level. Therefore, of course, you know, keeping asset price is going to take off to the moon, of course. So uh, your channel is possibly being monitored. Uh, Lala says, Mike, I think your channel is possibly being monitored. Uh, what are you what are you referring to there? Let me know what you're talking about. Uh, let me see if something happened in the chat. I'm not aware of. It says, are there any graphs that illustrate the severity of crap we are in? Is there any charts? Uh, are there any charts, uh, graphs to illustrate the severity of the crap we are in? see um, chart. So, you know, my preferred, my preferred chart that I actually have here that's handy happens to be the long-term viewpoint of the diminishing of your purchasing power. And so this is my go-to graph or chart right here. So for over the last 108 years, soon to be 109, every single president, regardless of what political party they are associated with that has come into office, has played a part in destroying your ability to preserve and protect your time and energy and your talent with the fiat currency game that they pulled over the entire world. And as it's coming to an end, it's my personal opinion that Biden will be the last administration under this current federal reserve paradigm and then we're going to be ushered into something completely new. So to me, this is, you know, the whole rethinking the dollar concept. This is the ultimate graph here showing that, you know, a federal reserve note, i.e. a dollar, as we know it as, purchased a lot less now than it ever has before. And we haven't even seen the worst of it yet, in my opinion. So let me know what, have, what other graphs you guys want to put out there. So we have. Uh, let me see. It says I'm waiting for the housing crash. Yeah, that's going to be something. That's going to be something. To, uh, it, it, and yes, yes, So, and that's. It. So initially, that sounds like it might be a, a great buying opportunity. But my my thought to go along with that, if there is a severe housing crash, there will also be a severe banking crisis as well, because all the mortgages that are on these houses are in the coffers of the banks as well as the Federal Reserve. So there just won't be an isolated event of just houses going down or the equity markets going down. I would anticipate there being some type of systemic banking event. Mind you, as of March last year, the commercial banks, the too big to fail banks, especially they have all the restrictions removed off their need to have a reserve account as far as them actually having to have currency on hand to be able to distribute to the depositor. so there's a zero capital reserve limitation on the bank. So there there, there's there's literally, there's no funds there. People like, like people are literally all we have now are digits on a screen. Like the idea of of a small percentage of people actually wanting to go to the banks to withdraw at one time. It's not happening because there's no reserve requirements for the banks, and so we are also witnessing the whole uh, the push of depositors' funds back into the hands of the Federal Reserve, i.e., the reverse repo situation. So there's definitely right now there's some some banking events I believe going on right now that would probably make it a challenge to actually transact normally when it comes time to purchasing houses and stuff like that. Because I can imagine there being so much chaos that. It's not a, I, it's not as fluid as it, as it usually might be to purchase a lot of these assets when they are on sale because of the liquidity crunch that is ultimately the pressing issue behind this debt being uh, imploded. This debt implosion is happening now. But I, I hear you, though, in normal times, it would be great to, to, to be able to take advantage of a lot of those opportunities there. But then again, I think if there is some type of systemic event that's in the near future, just because the debt can't continue to go uh, up without there being some type of hiccup. So it's going to be hard to transact as normal. It's normal, I believe. Uh, Let uh, let me see here. So Pablo Pena says, uh, use precious metal for purchasing power, more bank for the OZ. Let me see here. So Def Douglas says, how does the anti-human environmentalist uh, movement not even in genocide, not in a genocide to save the planet, of course? Um, That's a a very healthy question there, my friend. There was an actual article. Let me see here. And a lot of this, wrote you know, a lot of this movement of trying to uh, uh, depopulate the planet and then use a a remnant of those that might be left over, transitioning them into that whole metaverse, is the ultimate agenda. Because I think that's the ultimate, and it will be the ultimate enslavement of people. Because everything that people will be used to will be in some digital form and fashion at that point. So I think, uh, yeah, how this plays out with the whole transhumanism aspect is I think, and down the line, probably within the next decade is when all that stuff will really be fully known because at that point there will be a much greater use case of the whole metaverse and people actually probably preferring to stay plugged into that because I think they, 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 meaning the people who want to stay plugged in, will perceive that they have a much better life being plugged into some digital illusion rather than a real world. So that lets me know that if that is the case, then events that's happening in real life will be very different to the point where most people would probably prefer to escape if they could. That's uh, some biblical stuff right there. But anyway, let's talk again. See, I'm missing. So let me get this here. Let me see if I can get this call. So I apologize. I have been missing calls while I'm a rants. But anyway, hello, Carlos. Name? Where are you calling from? Make sure it's turned up. Hello? Anybody there? Going once? Going twice? Maybe not. All right. Give me a call. Let's talk. Uh, Mike says they will just get bailed out again. Uh, That's a possibility. Anything's possible. My, my, My guess would be that because of the movement to transition us digital already, I don't necessarily think there'll be much of a need to bail them out. Because as of now, they already have more than enough currency on hand because of this last year plus of all those stimulus checks and all that extra currency that was created and transferred over to the people was put right back into the banks. So they have more than enough currency to last them a while. Now, what will probably happen is a bail in. And so the Dodd-Frank bill that was signed in 2013, I think puts uh, uh, bail-ins as a part of the next equation. So it is lawful for the two big to fail banks to hold your capital as basically as, uh, uh, what you call it, as uh, as equity in their company in a sense. And they will keep your funds and issue you an IOU of some kind. And I think that is a possibility that at that same moment that you're not able to withdraw your funds all the two big federal banks can be transferred right into the hands of the Federal Reserve Bank, i.e. like the new potential comp controller wants to do, and then they can issue you a new form of fiat in the form of the CBDC Fed coin. And it, make, and it makes it appear as if like, you know, your same you know, five thousand, five hundred, a hundred thousand you had in your Bank of America in this new paradigm that they're shifting us into. You can go on your app and download the, C, the Federal Reserve app and that same one hundred thousand looks like the same in your, it's a hundred thousand or something like that in your, you know, in your Fed coin type of thing. So that's the type of trickery that I think is probably more than likely to happen rather than a bail out. Cause I don't think it, it wouldn't fly. It wouldn't fly. And I don't think they even want to bail out because once again, they want to bail in because they have the rights now take your funds. Cause once the money that you have, the currency you have, you put in the bank, you're a creditor to the bank. So it's not yours anyway. So basically the risk falls on you says does, does anyone have a line of paragraph uh, reference to the bank and Donald Frank? So good point, Jeff. Let me um, I actually pulled up some of that before. But I'm sure I can grab something real quick that could prove that point there. Uh, let me see if I can grab something real quick, because I actually I did read it for myself. Uh, let me see here. Here's some things. Let me grab this here. This looks like it might be here. So this is just some good information worth knowing. Let me do it. Do, do, do balance becomes statutory. Uh, to, to, let me see. Cause there is a bail in a bail. Let me see if I can find it. There is. Let me see. I can t- take you right to the actual clause if I can find it. Uh, Give me one second here. Talk amongst yourselves, if you don't mind, because I, I would be curious to see if I can find it myself real quick. If not, it is there. How does it? How does make make it legal for banks to confiscate funds? Okay, here. Well, here's an article here for whatever it's worth, but it's it's in there. I it's. And is it not, it's not hard to find. I just can't find it right now off air. But it says, how does Dodd-Frank make it legal for banks to confiscate funds during a banking crisis? This is 2019. And if you read through the clause, it's, it's basically they give power to the FDIC to be the overseer of that transition of recapitalizing all the too-big-to-fail banks. And then also to add to that, Every bank, every too big to bank, I think it was every year or every two years, they're supposed to submit some type of um, bankruptcy style report as to how how much they have and are they subsidiaries and stuff like that. And how they would have to basically pay different tiers of creditors first. And of course, the very last tier happened to be the actual depositors and you get the remaining crumbs, if anything. So but it was a quite nifty scheme concocted after the die, frank to instill confidence to help people feel like they could trust the banks again by keeping their funds there while all along they were uh, being plotted against as well so uh Pina, i uh, appreciate you my friend thank you for the love offering there uh to cheaper mike says a bailing is part of the application when you when you hot when you not when you hide it well, when you hide a checking account uh definitely and of course, I'd imagine at this point, everybody's tuned in. You guys know how the overall banking structure work and how banks are not your friend. And so, like I've always said, and I think even moving forward into this decade here, more of the risk falls on you because you can have all your funds or majority of your funds parked in banks. But yet, once again, you're not earning anything and whatever little bit of interest you're getting, it's well, it's negative as well beneath the inflation rate. So you're losing. So at this point, I can see how more people are steered towards the decentralized crypto space because what's what's what I find to be interesting is you can take the same fiat notes, convert them to stable coins, put those stable coins to work for you, and earn damn near double uh, of what you can, or not double, but you know five, six times more we can earn actually parking in banks and keeping it in uh, the commercial bank dollar notes. So just uh, something that some people are doing. I I admit myself I do dip and dabble in that space. So. I try to stay as well informed as I can, so that uh, I'm not being left out. So let's be honest here: they could print ten trillion and still it, and tell you no one is going to lift it. Yeah, Rolf. Unfortunately, that's the case, and that's I think majority of the population is still in that uh, in that a, a, a sleep state of mind, to where they think everything is fine. They believe the narrative: everything is going back to normal. And it's the fact that here in America, most people have worked too hard to I guess go to believe that they run the risk of losing it all and it's not even it's not even anything they can really do about it like my question would be how many trillions can you create before people will start to question how that would impact my saving the pat, my saving ability as well as my retirement ability in the future because you can't keep creating trillions and trillions and trillions and still think you're going to be able to save at a rate that would allow you to enjoy retirement. And that's why I think a lot of people who are not aware of the disastrous policies being thrown out there, they run the risk of having suffered the most pain because they're literally thinking that they can continue to work hard and save and it just not somehow some way be eroded and taken away from them. I like, uh, I do like how, uh, what's his name? Michael Saylor mentioned how for his company, He compares that they had $500 million in their treasury, you know, as their savings. And he was like, it's the equivalent of holding melting ice cubes in your hand. When you see your, your hard work, your hard work, your creativity just melting out of your hands at the rate of, you know, 20% a year compounded. he's like, you know, we, I, I couldn't hold dollars. We had to get out of things as quick as we could. So, uh it kind of applies to us as well, whether we're sitting on, you know, a couple dollars here, a couple thousand, a couple million, whatever, it's the equivalent of melting ice cubes in your hands because the more currency that's being brought into existence, the more diluted your currency has in purchasing power. Anyway, uh, let me see. I am missing some uh, Let me yeah, so give me a coffee you guys want to chit chat. What else do you in mind? Lots of stuff we're touching on. What what else is new out there that we may not be familiar with anybody out there keeping eyes on certain things. Let me know. Uh, says Mike has, has uh, let me see here. So I have, yeah, let me shoot here. Yep. So I, miss, I missed a couple, but it's calls and some hangups. So, uh, says uh, <laughs> Mike always hating on Sailor King D. I don't hate, I'm just, it's just, it's hard to believe that. You know he he has positioned himself as the spokesman for this whole movement towards BTC. and I just I just don't find it as like he's a he's doing it from a humanitarian standpoint where he wants to see humanity succeed, but because he, he doesn't he doesn't spend enough time pointing the finger at the the culprits of this scheme, the fact that central banks he doesn't call out powell. he keeps it strictly political. he has a nice bag on the side and all he has to do is continue to educate people and talk about how important it is to hold it and people are going to get in because he's getting featured on cbnbc msbc all these places he's a spokesman now and it's approved by the media so that right there just makes me question like what exactly is going on but i have a thought of as to why that is hello carlos where you calling from hi good evening this is the chief calling from
1: brooklyn
0: hey there how you doing what's on your mind tonight okay uh when i said that y'all
1: channel may seem monitored. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm aware that when you put in certain words online or in like places like, on apps like YouTube, Mm -hmm. that they, you know, monitor the types of words you put and you have to really be selective with your words. Right. But the reason why I said maybe monitor is because even after I spell I spelled the word incorrectly, I'm not going to repeat it online because if you are being monitored, I don't want to red flag <laughs> you. I don't want to be the one to red flag you.
0: I appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I, even when I misspelled the word, mm-hmm. it still didn't allow the post to go up. So I'm like, it it, it blocked it the two times when I spelled it correctly. Mm-hmm. Then it blocked it after I put it with the misspelling. So mm-hmm. that made me think, hmm. So that's what I meant when I said in the comment section about your channel may be monitored. I mean, if you think about mm-hmm. it, you know, the conversations that go on, you know, we're talking about, yeah, the current events of the day, but these are still some hot-button topics. Yeah. And, you know, it would just make sense. A lot of channels are getting monitored. So, mm-hmm. it's it just, was I just was throwing that out there so we all could just be a little more mindful.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know? And... The other thing I had—I just sent them something in the chat. It didn't go up for whatever reason. But what I was saying was, and I don't think this should—this should be so controversial. But um, have you seen where they're saying that they're giving out stimulus checks like to certain states right now?
0: Certain states. I know that's no. I know I know some states are experimenting with you know some some small test subjects, but I wasn't sure they've given out completely. But what's what uh, what states?
1: Oh, I don't have the list. I I posted some of the articles in your um the RTD Telegram community page, but yeah, some of the, some states, certain states, they're getting stimulus checks now until the end of the year, Uh and um, I guess this is still some leftover money from whatever COVID act, whatever that they Mm -hmm. put in, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and um, that was just one of the things I was throwing out there, and the other thing was um, when you was mentioning about
0: Oh, you broke up there for, for a minute? You
1: Where?
0: Bro- no, you broke up for a second. What, what were, you set- okay. were you talking about?
1: The guy Sailor. He did a debate on. um Oh my gosh! What's the name of this? This.
0: Oh. Uh, He's done a couple of them things. Oh, right, she's going in and out. Uh,
1: Strat- Stratis- Is it called
0: Stratisbury? Ah, uh, Yeah. With, Can you uh, hear me? Yeah, yeah. I heard you.
1: Okay. Yeah, Stratisbury report and. I forgot the other person he was debating right now because, oh, my goodness, this is terrible. My brain is so uh-huh. right now. But he tried so hard to push the whole idea about how, you know, crypto is basically king or whatever. But um, the other guy, his argument far superseded the whole thing about why gold is a more – you know, precious metals, really, but he was advocating for gold in particular. Yeah. Why that's more sound money. Hillary Clinton right now is trying to say that um, – crypto uh, is going to be the new, you know, future currency and how it's going to kill the dollar. So <laughs> um, she had some sort of um, thing where she was trying to talk to some co- – she had a conference-like thing or whatever something uh-huh. like that. I was trying to put something out there yeah. talking about crypto. So, you know, when Hillary Clinton starts talking about – yeah, there, there you go. I think that was the debate. Yeah. When Hillary Clinton is talking about the financial – um you know, system. I think we all really need to pay attention because we know she don't got our best exhaust. Last yeah. thing, yeah. For the for for Bill Gates,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, he talked about that he predicts the next pandemic is gonna be the smallpox, right? right? Right. And then they said there was a story in Philadelphia. Um I know a story that came out if they, um the FBI supposedly found some vows of um smallpox which they claim was eradicated from in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You heard heard about that? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, you're talking about with the Hillary Clinton. Okay, I see everything. (laughs) Right. Well, I want to just give this information out to your audience Mm -hmm. so they can get ready because I've been trying to put the word out ever since I learned about this. If you Google it online, they'll say that there's no cure for smallpox. Not true. The Native American Indians, they found a cure for when the Europeans came and they brought the smallpox over here Mm -hmm. and they was infecting them. There is a plant... I cannot say the name of the plant because I don't know how to pronounce it, but I can spell it. So I'm going to spell it real slow. So everybody can grab a pencil, pencil or whatever, and I'm going to put it in the chat. Mm-hmm. But it's spelled F as in Sam, A-R-R, A-C like Kathy, E, mm-hmm. N like Nancy, I, A. That's the first word. And the last name of it is spelled P as in Peter,
3: mm-hmm.
1: U-R, P as in Peter, U-R, E as in Eric, A. That's the name. It's a it's a carnivorous plant. Mm-hmm. So you can actually purchase the plant and have the live specimen or you can buy the extract. It is a cure. It is a cure to any type of pox virus, to the smallpox, the chicken pox, the monkey pox, mm-hmm. any type of pox virus. It stops the deadness, tracks it doesn't allow it to replicate or, you know, um wreak havoc in the system because a lot of people die from smallpox in history from yeah. Um basically not the the, the virus itself but the the Complications from like the dehydration and and um, <clears throat> whatever else they their body had to suffer, like you know, secondary infection. So, please, I'm gonna put it in the chat again. But, everybody, uh, you know, an ounce of prevention if this man is you know, he predicted this pandemic, so who's to say the yeah. next one he's predicted might not be? So, let's be forewarned and forearmed. And then that way, we be ahead of the game and our families and everybody can be safe against it. So this is good what
0: deal. I'm going out there for tonight. Good and deal. that's it. Appreciate you. Yeah, definitely throw that in the chat. Put that in Telegram as well. I'm curious to find out more about, about it myself. So appreciate you. All right.
1: Have a great night, everyone. Be good.
0: Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. I see a lot of thoughts out there in the chat. Let's talk. Feel free to give me a call. I'm curious to find out what else is on your mind here. Uh, let me see. Here's a thought. It looks like it says, Mike, will I, why would they bail out they have legislation for bail-ins, unsecured bank accounts, all holders, unsecured vendors, the bank account no longer, depositors. Right, so that that, that was kind of what I was hit, hitting Hitting that. I don't see a bailout. That's not a part of the plan. That's why the whole Dodd-Frank was put in a place to bail in. Or maybe I'm behind a little bit. Uh, Yeah, it sounds like she, she had some, some. that uh, sound like a dog in the background going crazy. <laughs> uh, so there'll be uh, blood pressure at Cannabis sativa. Uh, okay, we go. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from?
2: Hey, what's going on, Mike?
0: What's up? Miles, Miles from NYU. Miles, Miles. What's going on, my friend? Ah, uh,
2: everything's good. Everything's good, Mike. <laughs> I just got a question. Let mm-hmm. me let me ask
0: you. Yeah, go ahead. When
2: do you think it'll end? We it have to come to a right? Mm-hmm. Even after
1: the
2: we go to, like, hyperinflation. Mm-hmm. Everything goes crazy. Hyperinflation, deflation, whatever it is. Yeah. But when do you come to, when do you think it's going to come to that point where the people say, okay, look, we can't take the dollar anymore mm-hmm. and we need to do something else? I mean, outside of the system, because that's how it always is. You know, it's never the government that start the next process. It's the people. You know, the people come and they say, okay, look, you sound like we're doing this in our black market and the government just comes in and gets their piece of it after a while, you know? Yeah. When do you think that thing's gonna come where people are gonna say, okay, look, mm-hmm. I mean, once it's we're in the throes and it's full blast and everything's going already? Yeah. You know, how long before people actually wake up? I don't know if there's any cause I've been looking for. it. I see all the uh the different uh, you know, stats and everything about how long people been in inflation mm-hmm. when it starts and how the prices will really be going But you don't never see that timeline yeah. to where as though when people say, Okay, and they wake up and say, Okay, we don't want this anymore mm-hmm. and we're gonna start something new.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, great question. I have no I have no clue and really trying to give the, I guess give the there's no right or wrong. I don't I don't know. But I, I know one thing. What's different about this current event when it comes to the threat of a extreme inflation or hyperinflation in in a world reserve currency like the dollar, because the Federal Reserve notes and the system itself is global. Like here in the U.S., we can still face increased asset prices as far as our consumers, consumable goods. But then again, the world still needs Federal Reserve notes and dollars. So it's one of the things where we can experience high, high inflation here, but yet the world continue to basically have a shortage of dollars to where that right there can prolong the system for quite some time. So, like outright hyperinflation to where the world rejects the dollar. I I wouldn't begin to know how that will play out just because I think we already have pockets around the world where people have, have already made choices as to what they want to, to, to hold or to use. So we got El Salvador, with Bitcoin, we got Russia and China. Of course, they got gold in their, and their, for, in their plans. So the dollar itself is literally just being used as a last little bit of a tool to usher in something new Now, how it comes out. I don't know. So I don't think we're going to see hyperinflation where we see wheel, you know, wheelbarrows of dollars in the street type of thing because most of them are digital already. So because we're in a predominant digital digital world, I don't know if it'll play out in prior, like it has in prior years via hyperinflation wise. So but as far as confidence, no, I, confidence, I, I don't think that's yeah.
2: what I do think is mm-hmm. going to happen yeah. is they're going to see the, the dollar fully us getting less stuff, in all mm-hmm. these countries using things like gold, silver, cryptos, yeah. and things like that. And we're not going to get left behind. We're going to see our standard decrease mm-hmm. in places like Mexico, Venezuela, and all, all the places yeah. shoot up and start getting things, you know, and mm-hmm. we're going to be like, okay, look, our dollar isn't worth anything, yeah. you know, compared to them. Yeah. And even though we still have, um, uh, we're going to have the world's reserve currency or what it's called. It, it's not going to be worth thinking because the
0: country going to be like, look, we don't need
2: anything. Right. You know, you, you shit. Yeah. We, what do you really need
0: them for? Right. You know, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. But in the meantime, I think the average person who, who has no clue as to what's really going on here, they're going to be the last ones holding the bag. So that and that, that buys a lot mm. of time for people who are awake and aware to not necessarily take advantage of the situation, but use your knowledge and your foresight to your advantage to continue to do what you've already been doing at a much greater level, because at that point when people really realize it's the currency itself, then that's when all hell could break loose. But you know, how long, who, who knows? I think it's definitely going to be well into this decade or possibly beyond. So I, I think they'll be able to manage a, the, the fake uh, paper and over of things. Cause as long as it still spins and you can still go to the store and buy something with it, I think that'll, you know, keep people at bay for now. So that's just my little two cents.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. One go last ahead.
2: thing though, Mike. Yeah, I ahead. think we should get together like a broader group on a uh on a Discord channel, man. Something like a broader group, you know, something yeah. in a community that we so we can trade safely with each other. We get a P.O. box or something like that, you yeah. know, and we send things back and forth to for each other, you know, get our own market going, our free market.
0: Yeah. You know, so hey. that's
2: just the story. Hey, I'm
0: about, I'm about that
2: today i'm doing uh neighborhood controls man hey i appreciate <laughs> you Hell, <Mike. laughs> i'm
0: definitely i'm, I'm about that Definitely, feel free to reach out to me in discord let's get that going so i'm definitely uh open to ideas such as that so that, that's definitely a good idea uh ryan says mike most fourth tourney ends in war do you think we are headed to civil war china or no war um ryan it's always on the table not only are we being told about events happening and with China and Russia, there's a possibility of there being some type of dual conflict over there on the Eastern hemisphere. And then as more people realize that they've been, they've been lied to all along and this entire experience we're having, is not about health. And then more, uh, you know, fears and thoughts of oppressive government cracking down on our freedoms. Again, that right there could lead to some, some people in the streets for real similar to what's happening in Europe and beyond. So that's definitely on the table. I would imagine that's that's it's coming at some point soon. Don't know where, don't know how, but it's always on the table. It's just because from the, the from the cycle standpoint, we're 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 always capable of uh, having some type of military conflict because it's profitable to the indus- to all the military industrial complexes and, and pharmaceutical complexes, you name it. So, um, let me see here. What else we got here? So a couple more calls Let me. Doop 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 doop, doop. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from?
3: Hey, Mike, it's low blood pressure, Corpus Christi.
0: How's it going? Hey, LBP, doing good, my man. What's up with you? I
3: don't know, man. A lot of these people freaked out, Mike. They're scared. What's going
0: on? <laughs> scared about, about what? What's what's going on? What are you talking look, about?
3: Look, man, I watched this other YouTuber. He's all like... uh if you gotta get out of the country, and and the, and, the, and they're gonna drone strike you, and all this stuff. It's not gonna happen, Mike. They can't even control a riot in Portland.
0: Yeah, they can't even
3: control a couple knuckleheads throwing bottles. How the hell are they gonna go up against the people? It's not gonna happen, Mike.
0: Hey, I, I and if it doesn't, I wouldn't be mad. So I'll be I'll be okay with that. Yeah, I know. So a lot of the you know, it's 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 very. Entertaining to pump fear and continuous the you know the doom and gloom. I know it's it's it, get, it gets numbers, man. So more it's, power it's to It's ridiculous, em. Mike. Yeah.
3: Look, if you already have an establishment in another country, you mm-hmm. know, out, you know, out in the countryside, or you got family, you could go. You go. I'm not saying don't go, but you can't just pick up your family with a few gold coins mm-hmm. and and oh, I'm gonna go to you know anywhere, El Salvador, wherever. I'm just gonna go in the neighborhood and start living. It don't work that way, Mike, yeah. especially <laughs> in other countries.
0: <laughs> Very true. I agree. And that's why I always talked about as things move forward, depending on how, um, how I guess, it, it, intensified things become for us, this whole agenda, then that would determine a lot of people's plans. Because a lot of people going to have plans that's going to shift as we move forward anyway. So there's no real way of planning out this anyway, other than just putting your trust in God and letting him do the steering of the ship for you. So, um, But yeah, I, I see how people. You know, some people do it that way.
3: Yeah, you got to you got to make a stand. But the best place to make a stand is where you have food, protection, energy, water. Yeah. Not go somewhere to see roll the dice. You never know what's gonna happen over there. You know.
0: Very true. I agree, man. I do agree. Yeah. But other than that, what's what else going on with you, man?
3: That's it, Mike. Oh, I'm waiting to buy silver, Mike. I saw it dipped a little bit. I was about to pull the trigger, but I'm gonna wait for the white
0: friday sales you know i don't want to <laughs> say that word you know i'm going to be politically correct so i said i, I saw that the uh, the the price dipped a little bit but then again the question is not the price is going to be the premiums you know what i'm saying so w- w- what's too high of a premium for you at this current moment we got 24 dollars silver What well, what's what's too much of a premium on top of that 24 for you i'm trying to well
3: i'm trying to stay below five dollar premium you know
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah
3: but in the end, it doesn't matter, Mike, because you know it's gonna be—it's gonna skyrocket so high that I'm gonna be kicking myself. I'll get it, so I'll get it before you know, <laughs> exactly. before it goes that, crazy.
0: That was my point, it, you know. Said so in the in the long run, I don't care what the premium is now, because you'll make up that plus some as the dollar is further destroyed. So, uh, but I understand you're getting the most bang for your buck now. But I rather just has just have it, just have something in my possession rather than worry about the price and dips and stuff. So, uh, but hey, appreciate yeah. you calling, man.
3: <laughs> There's one more thing I yeah, go want to ask you. Go remember ahead. we had that live chat, right? Uh-huh. And there was a guy I don't know. He was from Mississippi. I don't know if it's Darrell or Daryl.
0: Uh-huh.
3: Uh huh. He was into Shibu. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? He disappeared. I didn't think he's a billionaire now.
0: Oh no, no, you no, 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 about? no, no. So, so Daryl, no. I think Daryl still pops up, and he still uh, is in a Discord in the off-air chats. And so he's talking about his friend. One of his friends, like a year ago, bought like a hundred dollars worth of Shibu. You know. And it turned out to be like, you know, 700,000 or something like that. And he ended up getting out about four hundred five hundred thousand. 500,000. So, you know, he did well with it, his friend, but it wasn't him. He said he wished he would have when his friend told him to do it. but uh, but But he didn't directly get involved, I don't think.
3: But but that was that was before. But remember, it popped again. Yeah, we oh, it was going talking on. about getting into it before we had talked before it popped. This very last one, you know.
0: Yeah, oh, it's gonna pop again. Believe me. I mean, Shiba Inu, Shiba Inu is is not going nowhere because the, as more Federal Reserve units are put out there, it's gonna pop. So right now, I'm looking at it, it's it's uh let's see point zero 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 four cent, and so it's definitely going to get close to one penny by next couple years based upon all the trillions they're gonna put out there. So. It's. I think it's going. It's still going. It's going to go up. So it ain't going nowhere. I don't think because it's about yeah. to be listed on more exchanges as well. So it ain't going nowhere.
3: Yeah.
0: Now it's just a matter of. I you got, know, I got my, what up? What up? I got my. I got my yarmulke on, Mike. I think. I think
3: they made crypto to get people away from gold and silver. Oh, that definitely. Mean what do you think? A hundred percent.
0: I agree. A hundred percent. And so it's. It's. It's hard to not dip and dip dabble because everybody is making so much. You know, profit in these things. It's like. Who wants to be left out? So let me go ahead and take some of the silver and gold money and put it over here and hopefully I can double up. But at this point of the game, most of the established projects are already beyond worth really getting into. It's just those diamond and the rough that's still out there because the sector, it's all software. The sector, the sector's not going nowhere. And so I think it's, you know, you gotta then do more studying to know what might pop. But it's a gamble, like always. So I mean, my thing is get your weight up first and then dip and dabble later, you know. <laughs> so I think yeah, it's better to have um, – it, it'd be better to have both in this regard than not having none and missing out on an opportunity to get more weight in the end. Mm,
3: <laughs> That's just yeah, me. good. good. Good strategy, Mike. I, I, I just stick to weight, you know. Yeah, you just
0: stick the max the cards out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You know,
0: I just I just paid them off, Mike. I need I need to go get a new one. They sent my wife one, so she's like, "I'm gonna give me some gold." I was like, "Yeah, do it." <laughs> well, hey man, keep doing what you do, man. Appreciate you calling in, boss. <laughs> All right, Mike. here. Yeah. Oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff all right people with the hour point man it's time to dial back uh definitely looking forward to connecting again tomorrow let's do it again tomorrow so i'm trying to i was always trying to find new ways to to get you guys involved and let you guys have more of a say and you know educate and share your expertise to the community so i want to encourage those that are tuned in click the link below join the discord page join the telegram page so that you guys can stay plugged in and talk on air off air whatnot and uh, stay in in tune as a community and just share what you guys see coming across your radar. So, but anyway, with that, about to dial back, Uh, let's pick up again tomorrow, same time, same place. If you guys want, and as always, just close out a little bit of prayer, giving the props, where props are due to the good Lord for another, another opportunity to connect and many more, hopefully in the future. So, uh, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the opportunity to gather tonight to uh, just lift up the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above all names. We thank you, Father, for your power to work in this season. Father, we thank you for your mighty hands that's moving in the earth right now. Despite all the things the enemy is doing, Father, we know that you're greater than and you have your greater plans for all. And each and every one of us, Lord, we ask you to allow us to tap into our unique areas of gifting. Allow us to be a blessing to others. And allow us to continue to expand your kingdom through just sharing our testimony and sharing the good news, Father, that you commissioned us to preach. Lord, we just thank you in advance for all you have done and will do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, people. That is all she wrote, as always. It's good to connect. Uh, and other than that, let's do it again tomorrow. Be blessed. Be safe. I will see you guys later. Peace. Visit Rethinking the Dollar throughout the day, your place for news on metals, gold, crypto, you name it. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll get a chance to see the daily videos, the recommended videos and more importantly the 5 reasons to unplug from the monetary matrix with the first one being the awakening period. Step number 1. Test your dollar IQ. 10 simple questions, average is 60%, follow up with the alternative perspective with the monetary reports. Consider becoming a supporter of the Rethinking the Dollar platform via Patreon, get a chance to hang out off air as well as additional information that can't be discussed on YouTube, any support is helpful. With the crackdown on alternative media, the best thing to do is connect off air, scroll down to the very bottom, you can find Rethinking the Dollar on Telegram, Audio, Facebook, Twitter, Parler, you name it. The most important ones will be the email list where you can get notified weekly, the Discord page, and make sure you connect on Telegram. And last, don't forget to visit the RTD store where you can get merchandise as well as additional information and resources. And most importantly, scroll down to the bottom and get your weight up with all the limited edition rounds only available on the RTD store.